Gonna sit down here. Oh no no, I'ma just put it in the face like this, like uh -huh. this, you know. Alright. Hello, hello, hello. This is another episode of the Mental Threads Podcast. This is episode 82. I am here with the one, the only, the anointed one, Calvin Hill. If you like to say something. What's good with y'all, man? My name's Calvin Hill. You can follow me on all social media, Calvin Hill Music. And I mean that's it. Let my music do the talking. <laughs> No, seriously, he has some really, really good music. Like, uh, what was the one, um, the one called Worldly, the Worldly, uh, your tape, uh, Worldly, what was it called? Worldly Ambitions. Yeah, I was listening to Worldly Ambitions, too. That might be my favorite project. I haven't listened to the whole project, and I know that might be one of my favorite projects. I know, I listen to Misguided, and I, I like Misguided, but I feel, I'm feeling, uh, Worldly Ambitions, too. You're the, you're the second person that actually said that to me, man. And the thing is, when I listen to Worldly Ambitions, too, I'm still, you know, amazed by that, how young I was when that, when I recorded those songs, man. But when I hear Misguided, man, I'm like, I hear the growth. Um, but like, like I said, you like the second person that said that, man. And that really means a lot to me because sometimes I listen to my old stuff and I'm not feeling it like I was feeling it when I actually recorded it, man. And, you know, just to hear that. My old music is actually touching lives and changing lives. It's dope. No, seriously, no, for real. I feel like a lot of people go through that for sure. Like I have my mixtape ego trip and everything, and like that, that especially. Like sometimes I hear, I'll be like, "Wow, this is like the most fire thing ever," and like I can't believe I did this. I made this, and I look back like, "Dang, I could have made that song better." Oh, dang, I could have said something better. Oh, I could have slowed down a little bit better. You know, you know, stuff like that. I feel that just comes with being an artist. Like it's it, the the grind never really stops in terms of improving as an individual and not as an artist. So, oh, ain't nothing to really sweat for that nature yeah. and everything. So it's like in regards to like how you were brought up, man. You were pretty much born and raised in Charlotte, correct? I was born in Sierra Vista, Arizona, because my father was in the military. Um, he was a sergeant um, in the U.S. Army. Um, and then once he got shipped off to, I believe, Iraq. Um, that's when me and my mom came back to Charlotte because um, that's actually where they met first time so um we when we came back to charlotte when i was uh one or two um per mom and we got involved with the church called victory christian center man and mm. i mean they absolutely changed my life bro like no see it's good to get involved in the church i need to really get back to getting in the church again because it's just like you know especially trying to get my little cousins and everything get back into the church for sure because you know i just buried my grandfather uh i think about uh about some weeks ago and everything but he passed may 8th i remember may 8th yeah. but it's just like you know it just th time goes so fast it's like wow it feels like forever ago but then it feels like it happened like such a short time um yeah yeah no no it's okay it's like we're going to process it i just try to do the best i can uh, really while i'm here and everything try to live it i just wish that maybe he probably would have seen my growth after college because i was the only grandchild he saw actually graduate college yeah. however it's just like you know it's just like seeing like how like you know because i'm liberian and so it's like i feel like i kind of drifted away from the liberian community in a certain degree because there could be a lot of like drama here and there and you know this month this is where a the uh, liberian um independence uh stuff festivities this is like the 100 175th independence day will be on i think the 26th of july or something like that you see that's i don't even know my own independence that's how far away i am but it, it's good, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. It's all good. You know, but for real, it's just like, you know, I want to be able to get back to the church because it's like, uh, 
it was the United Methodist. I, I mostly try to point more to Baptist in a sense, okay. but because it's like, you know, but it is what it is. It's all the same. You know, it's just, you know, worshiping God and everything regardless. But it's like the community in terms of just, you know, the support and everything from the people that go to the, that church and just, you know, just reconnecting with God. You know, I, I really heard a lot of dope stuff in like church and everything. I was remember I was in like the lowest, one of my lowest points and everything. And I remember like yesterday, one of the pastors say it's just like, you know, God doesn't punish nobody. He disciplines okay. people. You know, so when you're going through a hard time, like, uh, what was it? The dude named Jacob that was swallowed by the by the fish? Was, it, was that nah, Jacob? That was Noah. N- what, Noah was swallowed by the fish? I thought Noah. Oh, no, Noah. No, that was Jonah. Yeah, Jonah. Jonah, Jonah was swallowed by the fish. And then it's just like, you know, it was really just discipline for him to go back on his path. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, you know, like, God doesn't, like, you know, punish nobody. He just disciplines, yeah. like, his most uh highest revered are regarded warriors and stuff of that nature so it's just like you know it's all just to really you know get you prepared for the blessings that's coming later on in your life have you heard like have you heard about the job story job oh yeah job who was like who had all family and everything everything was going well for me he was a great christian and then the and then the devil literally had to put a what was the job he, he literally um he, he posted a wager to see if like you know if job would still believe in god after all this exactly. stuff is happening and god and job never broke and everything even all the disease on his skin all the family he lost he still never lost his yes, face man um that's the, my second favorite bible character man job was like a billionaire bro um, I mean, he had, of course, it wasn't money back then, but he had like thousands and thousands of flocks, yeah. um, thousands of like. He was servants. wealthy. He, he was, was basically wealthy. Um, and then Satan went to God and was like, "Oh yeah, but I bet if you know you did this to him, you did that to him, you did this to him, you did that," and you know God let him do all of that stuff to him, and Job still didn't change. Yeah, man. Oh God, man. Yeah. So. No, really, though. Job really represented as best as he can. Some people will criticize, you know, that story because they feel like, in one hand, yeah, you know, God had a test for Job, but in the other hand, it's like, you know, like, oh, why would God even like care about what the devil even said anyway? Like, dude, he created you. Like, you know, it's just like, you, like, I don't feel like people realize how low, how low above a lot of us are yeah. over the uh, the Most High and everything, you know, the divine creator and everything. But it's just like, you know, like, like, why would he even care about that? But I feel like it's more just a set example. I feel like God, like, does uh, use other people as examples to a certain degree. So, like, when you see people who's going through a whole lot of things and they made it out, you know, that's a blueprint to yeah. really just how to, like, live your life. And that's how he did it with Jesus. That's what he said with Samson, Cain. Now, not Cain, like, Abel and everything. And just stuff of that nature. So many different characters just to, like, be like, okay, this is, like, a representative of whatever. Have you heard going the through. story Joseph? Uh, which Joseph are we talking? Oh man, Joseph, um, the one who got blessed with the coat. Yes, yes. With jealous yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they made a DreamWorks uh, animated film over that yeah, too. I like that one called, too. Um, Prince of Egypt or something like that. No, Prince of Egypt was actually the. Uh, oh, no, it was Moses. Moses. That was Moses. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah I'm on my shit too, man. That's my favorite, bro. That's my favorite Bible character, man. Um, and I just reread that entire story. I don't read that story like a hundred times, man. No, seriously, because that's that's like the equivalent of Oedipus Rex to in like Greek law. Not saying like they're like the same, but it's like in a sense that a lot of things come will come through. Like a lot of your 
even through a lot of your trials and errors and everything like destiny like what god has planned for you will always come through regardless and everything you know literally and even like even even showcases the power of forgiveness too and also the power of shame and guilt because his brothers literally put his father and mother through a whole lot just for forsaking joseph the way they did yeah and like didn't want him to go through that again with the youngest one what was the youngest kid now it was isaac right it was benjamin oh that was the youngest one after and uh it was just like you know i just think about i see stories like that and everything and it's just like you know the struggles he had to deal with and stuff of that nature um and i'd be thinking to myself like you know all the people that did you wrong in your past they're gonna have to face who you become and like joseph literally became like what an aristocrat wealthiest guy in egypt guy in egypt yo oh my gosh work from the bottom as a slave and then just came up you know yeah god's anointing can take you from a nobody one day to somebody the, the next, next day yeah dude you gotta take that or oh no this is an alarm yeah no dude that's like that's like stories like that are so beautiful because it's just like you know like honestly i can understand why his brothers would feel the type of way that they felt and everything because it did see that his father was showing kind of favoritism to that child which is something that you never do you can yeah. never show favoritism to nobody you know it's just yeah. like but at the same token it was just like you know at the same token, it was just like, you know, you still can't be jealous. Sometimes, like, I have a younger brother myself. Sometimes I feel like maybe he was favorited at some time. But I never, ever felt that sense of, like, you know, jealousy. Yeah. Everybody can feel envious of somebody. You know, you see somebody working on the like, dang, how do you get that? Well, it's like the f- next thought should be, like, oh, wow, maybe if I could work hard, I could be like him. Thanks. But for me and my brother's sake and everything, I just always wanted to protect him and everything. So yeah. I, I sometimes I thought of myself as, like, a sponge for all the negativity. And I didn't want him to go through that because I feel like that would hurt me a lot more. You know, like, that's just how you got to approach life with things. And I feel like, you know, I feel like that's how God approaches things, too. Like, you know, I feel like with all the negativity in the world for us to even go through that to a certain degree. And he doesn't want us to get, you know, expunged in a world of sin because that would just be like, oh, no, like you didn't have to go through that. There's more I had planned for you and everything. So it's just just always something to keep in mind. Yeah, man. I, I just like I said, that's my favorite Bible character, man. And. I bro, I listen to that story because I'm going through. Mm. I, I'm. You're going through changes. I'm going through like the end of. A cycle. Yeah, like God has really been, changing me, shaping my mindset, shaping my character, everything. Um, so. You didn't get to see me like. Three weeks ago, a month ago. I finally got to, you know, start actually kind of walking normal again. Oh. Um, but I had dealt with like a whole year. I was actually limping. Mm. Um, and just praying every day. Yeah. Um, and I'm still going to pray Definitely. every day, several times a day. I'm confessing. So I got a list of confessions that I have. Um, not confessions, but like affirmations and stuff. Um, I got that idea from Steve Harvey, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Steve Harvey's the goat for that too. I he, feel like Steve Harvey kind of helped me really reconnect with God too, and like this and stuff. Yeah. So I did that. Um, I got a vision board, um, which I definitely recommend people I got three. get vision board. You do? Yes, bro. I got four actually, bro. That's I'm really telling you, those things, gotta... those things definitely help. Um, every morning I listen up after I finish praying. I turn on. I listen to the word. Um, I actually just finished reading the bible and so i'm i'm rereading the entire bible and i'm going to continue doing that you're doing it um and so after i read like 
three, four, five chapters, you know, in the morning. Then I put on motivation. So I listen to like Steve Harvey motivation or, you know, I listen to like Jay-Z or 50 Cent motivation or Kanye motivation. Um, or I listen to um, E.T. the hip hop preacher. Oh, yeah. You know, different people. And I found out yesterday that one of the customers where I work at, mm-hmm. E.T. actually married him. And so he's actually a part of E.T.'s team. Mm-hmm. And so he actually is going to be doing a conference um, mm-hmm. next week. And I, I'm you're, like, yo. You're about to be a part of it? No, nah, I'm not because he's going to be in um, California. Oh, okay. That's fine. I, I just find stuff like that amazing, man, how God can. Showcase other people that are just exactly. close. Bro, he can. You never know who's close to you that. Is doing something, you know, huge, man. So, I don't know. He's a marriage counselor, too. So, I mean, I ain't get married no time. So, not that I know of. But you want to get, like, maybe some pointers and everything oh, before yeah, you go yeah, to that stage. Yeah. And how old are you right now? I'm 24, bro. 24? Yeah, yeah. When you just turned 24? I turned 24 in April. Oh, I turned 24 in February. So, I'm, about, so I'm a little bit older. Maybe, like, a month. Word. Yeah, 24. Yeah, that's a weird age, man, for real. Because it's, like, at the same time, you're young, but you're still getting old. Like, it's still, like, yeah, a transition. feel like I'm, <laughs> feel like, I'm like, 40, bro. Uh, sometimes it feels like but i feel like you still feel like a child to a certain degree because yeah i haven't built any experience yet you know i just graduated in december 2021 i just left this other job i thought it was like the job i was like okay i'm gonna elevate this black owned business i'm gonna really get everything organized and the next thing and then they were just they're fucking with me they're screwing me i don't like to curse but it was like they were really messing they were messing with me crazy but it's like you know like as you said you went through like a whole lot of stuff and everything even recently well you as you mentioned it's like you're in a car crash in 2018 correct yeah i was and everything explain everything that that led into that so i was driving on the east side of charlotte road kind of where like around where you stay i guess Mm -hmm. um and i per the police report man because i don't remember the day at all Mm. i had bare left on the red light Mm -hmm. (laughs) and a car hit me but I was in fault. Um, and when the car hit me, it sprung me into more oncoming traffic that was coming. And then another car hit me. Um, so I got messed up. So I stayed in the hospital for two and a half months. Um, and I was in a coma for, for one month, man. Dang. Yeah. Wow, being in a coma. How was that? Do you, I don't know. You don't remember what was in a coma. You just woke up and then you just woke up in the hospital. See, it was like. I was dreaming the entire time, man, and I was having conversations with, like, honestly, you know, I thought it was, you know, me going to heaven and hell, but it was <laughs> Satan showing me different parts of hell, man, and mm. so, yeah. Oh, so that was your experience, just to Satan showing you different parts of hell. Yeah. And really, and why do you feel like you, know, you were chosen? And you feel like you realize why, or you just, you just happened to be the one? I, I, I have no clue, man. I guess because I knew knew of God, um, and there was a part of my life where I was, like, really walking with God. Um, but then I allowed people in this world to... Detour me from my destination, man. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. That's part of the growth process, man. You know, when I first met you, I was at CPCC and I was with a completely different group of people. And all they used to do was smoke weed and just not have any goals at all, gossip, talk shit. 
and everything but that was the only people i could even consider like friends even though they didn't yeah. have my best interests at heart and then you you separate and isolate from those people you move on I, I was messing up at cpcc because of that i left cpcc i went to rowan cabarrus community college balled out there I didn't get anything lower than the C. Room. Yeah. I got A's, B's, and everything. I was able to transfer those credits to North Carolina Central University. All was history. Now I'm a graduate, cum laude. I went from struggling at community college to graduating cum laude. Amen. You know, it's all God, man. I swear oh, yeah. it's all God. It oh, definitely. And I still got my own issues, too. I have a medical condition I've been dealing with since I was 18 years old. I'm 24. That's like a quarter of my lifespan. I can't even go into detail about it because it's kind of private. Um, however, it's just like I'm still going, getting the process of going in between cities, going to meet my appointments and everything. I don't know if it's going to change anything. I don't know if it's just another chapter where I have to go to another doctor and everything. But I'm still working and everything. So it's just like, you know, but I have faith that I'm going to really make it through it you know oh, it's yeah. just like only god can only god can help me on my path and everything so it's just like you know it's just that i feel like god just isolates you just to season you and get ready get you ready for what you need to be in life and everything so it's just like, how do you feel like the whole car crash situation in a sense is seasoning you um so bro so <laughs> the crazy part is man i haven't been able to actually record music mm. and like Four years, man. Well, almost four years, man. So, it's okay. What I try to do is every couple of months, I try to do like a, um, like a see how much my voice done improved, man. And I did one maybe like a month ago, and mm. bro, I'm like, yo, my voice is almost there, man. It's it's almost back, man. It's all a process. Yeah. Keep working. Please keep working. Never give up. Yeah. Because to come from a car crash, you know, that's that's real, real crazy stuff right there. Some people go in a coma and they never wake up. Some people literally go into car crash. They never leave in one piece. So it's just like that's just God showing mercy on you. You know, you just got to you got to be grateful and everything. And the crazy part is when I was found, I was found dead, bro. So they brought me to the hospital dead. Um someone must have had some faith like oh nah he's dead but i think we can bring this man back to life mm -hmm. um and god man this dude god man he um crazy right he's amazing man he's amazing bro it's beautiful ain't it because i was your past faith that was actually you know because even with faith i see like investment too the more you invest yourself in the god the more god will reflect back to you and everything that's why i need to get back into going into church again and everything i already brought a bunch of ties and shoots and everything so it's like i'm definitely going to start showing up a little bit more often whether it be the united methodist church that helped bury my grandfather or is it going to be the baptist church on hickory grove either way they're on the same road so it's like you know i'll take one or the other maybe one i go here one time i go here so it's just like you know stuff of that nature and you know it's just it's just like that but it's like you know that, that's amazing man and how's the process uh, in regards to that, waking up in the hospital and just moving on past that so man waking up in the hospital was different definitely different um what got me back to talking and remembering names and faces because i was after i came out of my coma my eyes would open up but i wouldn't recognize anything so i was in like veggie state um so yeah i was in vegetable state for about you know another couple weeks and then it's like i started talking to satan and then i started rebuking satan um and i i was like this is all stuff my church taught me man and 
I told Satan that I rebuke him, I bind him, and that he's no longer welcome here. Mm-hmm. He got to go. He got to flee. That's how my pastor talks. Mm-hmm. And the exact minute I said that, after I said that, my eyes opened up. It's like God peeled those um, vegetables. It was like the fog or whatever you want to call it over my eyes. He peeled that off. I started actually recognizing faces. I started remembering past stuff. Um, I moved in my, like, I moved, I was in rehab. I moved from like, I don't know the levels of the stuff, but a week later I was gone, man. So, I mean, that shows you exactly like how fast I was recovering at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I know it's coming back to you like, wow, like, I really went through this thing and now I'm here and everything. Yeah, man, Calvin, you know, you want to give all the glory to God. It'd be so, this is the best time to do so and everything, man. Because, like, seriously, man, it's like I used to sleep on God myself, man. I'd be yeah. thinking, like, man, like, maybe God ain't showing out for me. Maybe it is God not like me and everything. But then I have to realize there are people in positions that are so much shittier, bro. Like, people in prison forever for things they never even did. People are, you know, caught up in sex trafficking, you know, they can't get out. Slavery can't get out, you know. People just, they probably had to bury loved ones. They didn't even get the time. My cousin just passed not too long ago, and he stayed in D.C. and everything. He he just had cardiac arrest, you know. Shout out Mark, Michael Sloan Jr. Even though a lot of us aren't blood-related, you know, I'm really trying to get back in the mindset of just, like, all Liberians are my are my cousins yeah. and everything, you know. All my all people, all my kinfolk, all black America folk, like, we're all cousins were brothers under uh, and then not just even that but even everyone else but it's just like you know for that dynamic we really need to get close with that family for sure because I just buried my grandfather and now they just buried their son yeah. and everything so I just want to show up for them people too and try to try bring stronger ties because you know a lot of us had to go out in our way and really focus on our own lives but I feel like it's time to really reconnect once again so it's just like you know it's just yeah man I mean it's just you're here you're preaching to the choir on this side here man when I tell you, bro, I had no direction. Like back in 2017, I didn't know where I was gonna go, what I was gonna do, what job I was gonna take. I didn't think I was prepared to really go into medical or anything. I didn't know no chemistry, no biology, yeah. nothing. So the next thing you know, it's just like I started doing good a little bit, a little bit. I started having ideas and stuff. I'm like, why don't I just go into business? Yeah. When I tell you, like I used to be kicked out of class, called a waste of time. My teachers used to disrespect me. My peers used to think I was dumb. Tell me why the dean of the business school would literally say, like, wow, that kid's going to, like, graduate at the top of his class, which I did. Yeah. I I was picked out of everybody in the whole business school to be on the dean's advisory board. This is a new business dean and everything, and he remembers me. He's even on the podcast, too. I interviewed him. Now he's one of my mentors. Haven't spoke to him in a while. I need to talk to him again. But it's like, dude, things change, bro. Yeah. Everything, that's one thing that's for certain is change. And it it might go for the worst. I mean, for the, maybe not the not so best, but you learn to get through it. And that's when the best comes in. You know, there's a bittersweetness of life. I always speak that. You know what I'm saying? Look at Steve Harvey, man. Yeah. Steve Harvey's, nobody, you can't say Steve Harvey's not successful. I think. Everyone knows who Steve Harvey is, man. Yeah. This man dropped out of high, dropped out of school, not even college. Didn't go to college. I think he did go to college for a little bit because I know he was part of a fraternity, but he dropped out of that. Uh, well, the way he told it, man, um, he dropped out of high school, man. So, yeah, I don't know. 
point blank, he dropped out. He didn't yeah, finish. He Whatever you were trying to do, he didn't finish. Yeah. Okay. And another dude, Kanye West, dropped out of school. Now, granted, he is a doctor now, so he did go back and get his um, education because he promised his mom that he was going to, you know, go back. But, um, you know, to see how successful these people are is just inspiration for me to know what what God is able to do. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't live the way that they live. Um, they don't live the way that I live. Um, but despite it, you know, we all serve the same God. You know what I'm saying? And so I guess that is my motivation because after my accident, man, you know, there was a lot of times where I was like, dang, yo, it's like, I feel like, you know, I would have made it if I didn't get in this accident already. Um, Don't say that. But it's but all in God's plan. It's, and it's all, all in God's, God's timing too, bro. Yeah. Um. So, God is the type of guy where He can take back. You know, if it takes you all the years that you miss, He can make up for all of that. Man. No, really. So. No, seriously. In this condition I had, man, I had to miss out on a lot of things. You know, and I tell you, it's because of this. Even though I was at college, I didn't really get the whole HBCU experience as much as I yeah. feel like I wanted to because I had to be a recluse and everything. It wasn't fun. You know, people walk you around and like, dang, why didn't he go show up to any parties? Why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do that? And because of something I had no control over yeah. and everything. It was depressing. You know, it's just like I felt like I was alone, but I was not alone. I had the Men's Achievement Center behind me. I had the business school behind me and everything. I had a whole campus of people and friends that actually were rooting for me. And sometimes it's good to have a couple. You don't have to be friends with everybody. Yeah. You ain't got to have so many friends. So yeah. like I'm meeting a lot of people through podcasts and everything now and everything. Even though we already met in the past, we're connecting now. Like who knows? We can still connect in the future too. Yeah, of course. Just like that. But it's just like that, you know, it's just like everybody's journey is different. Two chains didn't even get didn't even blow up till his thirties <laughs> and everything. There are people who like literally grind forever and then they reach another state. Imagine how long it took for Steve Harvey to reach where he reached now yeah. and everything. Now he, he has a like talk 38. show. 38 you know it's yeah. just like it took a while it takes the time and in that time just take it for what it is take the lessons out you might inspire somebody else there's probably people who are recovering from Thanks. you know car accidents and stuff Thanks. like that that are probably gonna listen to this same podcast like man i felt that so much because with every struggle it grows it, it pushes you closer to god you ain't gotta go to church all the time but it will be nice for you to at least make a priority to it when you can you know because yeah. life happens you know but at the same time, at least take a priority to actually, you know, get closer where you got to pray every day, do whatever you can that you can and everything. You know, it's just like, it's just like God is so amazing, bro. Because it's just like, dude, when I tell you, it's just like I'm in the position I am now and it's like I can't even believe it. You know, it's just like, what? I graduated at the top of my class. I used to think I was dumb, yeah. Calvin. I used to think like I was as articulate as I am right now. Yeah. I used to think I was dumb. And it's like people would say, oh, you, you know, you're, you speak too smart. You're like, how you, like, you could be an A student. And I would, I'll take it for joke. I wouldn't take it seriously. Like, you know, I just, I just never got the material. Yeah. But it really was the support. I didn't have a whole lot of support. I had a classroom. We'd all try to work together to collaborate to try to see what we can do to not get the answers. Like, you know, try to do, <laughs> cheat on them. But at least try to learn from each other 
other day to yeah. see what we can do to learn. You know, it was just so supportive. That's why I like I rep HBCU so hard because that's where my biggest growth came was at an HBCU. I'll always rep my alma mater, North Carolina Central University. Stand up if you're listening to this for real because it's just like, dude, this stuff is real. And I'm gonna head to Howard University. I'm well, still oh, word. yeah for graduate school because my, my 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 dad works at the hospital there. I'm trying to see okay. if I can take my brother out there too because he's not fucking with school as much as he needs to. So I need to okay. he needs to go there for free. And I need How to just go there. He's he's 21, about to turn 22. Okay. So it's like life is really about to, you know, yeah. it starts it, it, yeah. in your 20s. That's when you build the trajectory for where your life is headed. Yeah. And I don't want him to go to a direction that's not, you know, good for his interest. You know what I'm saying? That's I feel like that's one of my places as the older brother. I had to be able to set an example, which I do uh, as best as I can. But it's like at the same time, it's still a process. So it's just like, you know, it's just, it's just stuff like that. You know, and it's just, you know, in your time in Charlotte, North Carolina, I know you mentioned some songs that maybe you were with some group of people that you weren't, you know, that weren't too fond to be around and they weren't the best influence yeah, to you. So and you're probably not touching base with them no more, right? I don't talk to them at all, man. Um, That's all right. Just do what's best for you, man. Yeah. So these same people, you know. Ain't got a slander. I'm bringing in no na- new names. Just explain what the situation was. Yeah. So I feel like. You know, there's a lot of jealousy going on. Um, Definitely in Charlotte. And God had been told me, you know, that it was jealousy. Had my mom tell me it was jealousy. Um, I had other friends tell me it was jealousy. Um, and then I was, you know, wanting to be accepted, wanting to be friends with, you know, Everybody. wanting to have a lot of friends. I was, you know, ignoring it. You know, I was like, oh, no, nah, we, we've been cool for so long, you know, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's deep. After, after he did something, then I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely jealousy, man. Yeah. Um, and You'd be wondering, I, what the hell do I got to be jealous of? Yeah. I just work hard just like everybody else. That, hey, I, the part I think I might have messed up on is that I called him out on it. Um, and after that, people don't like to admit when they're jealous. Um, or admit when they're wrong. Exactly. But, you know, I, being real with them, and um, I called them out on it, and then we just never spoke again after that. Even after the accident and everything, never checked up on you or nothing? I mean, he, we talked for probably like to the end of 2018. But it's just like the vibes just weren't there no yeah. more. It's just, you know, it could be like that. This means you're growing into a new person, bro. Yeah. Like, I tell you, bro, like, there was this one time these people did me so dirty, bro. I had CPCC rumors and everything, all types of trying to assassinate my character. However, it's just like, I remember I was walking because I was working at Papa John's at one time. I was trying to do a delivery and everything. And uh, I got my car stuck at the, at the you know, the storage place. You know, how the yeah. gates kind of closed. Because, like, the GPS had me messed up. And before I could even pull out, the gates closed. I'm like, damn, I'm stuck. So it's just like, you know, I had to leave my car there and get it tomorrow morning and everything. So I was walking there. So it was walking distance and everything. You know, it's just like as I was walking the uh, intersection on Shamrock and uh, Sharon Amity and stuff, it was like they pulled up at the stoplight, be like, "Oh, yo, T," and I'm just I just looked like, like man, these niggas. And I just looked at my phone and I was like, just pretend they're not there. And then I just was walking on the street. Tell me why they were running. They just they drove past me, trying to find a parking spot and run after me. When I tell you, you're a good person, bro. People will regret the shit that they did to you. Yeah. He got in my face talking about some, oh. Yo, T, it was like, yeah, sorry, man. I don't, I don't think I know you. It's like, 
no, I, we didn't know what happened to you. So, it's like, but they were, you were what happened to me. But I didn't say it out loud. It's like, I, I don't know you, sir. I just walked past and was like, yeah. no, I know you remember me. You used to tell me everything. And it was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, I just, I just go on. I got to go pick up my car. I got to go to work yeah. tomorrow. I ain't got time for that shit. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just annoying. You know, it's just like treat people how you want to be treated, ladies and gentlemen. Because like the good people, the realest people that you're ever going to meet will always look out for you and that's always the type of friend i was i would never be the type to spread rumors about you i'll never be the type to like play both sides of nobody that's just weird and people do that a lot in charlotte yeah. where it's like they pretend to like you and they don't like you that's yeah. such a weird existence to have where you're just fucking with people you don't like and you shit on them and they don't even look at you bad or nothing it's and, weird and um i used to i'm still cool kind of cool with them um i had two boys that i like we we grew up together. Um, we cool, and so yeah. I don't even know where I was trying to go with that. No, it's okay. Take your time. It's like I know it could be an issue and everything. Nah, you know, those, trying to recollect things. Those and stuff. two of my dudes, man. We used to you know smoke together. Um, but it was just whatever. Hang out, party and stuff together. And um, then you realize it just wasn't for yeah. you long term wise. It could be like that. And I'm, I'm still cool with like a lot of people and everything from my. I just reconnected with another friend the other day and everything. He left high school um, when I was my freshman year and everything. Those are like my main group of people. And they all left the freshman year because our yeah. school was whack as hell. So it's like, you know, it's just for some reason my mom let me stay there for like years yeah. and everything. And that, that kind of messed me up. But. You know, it's just like, you know, one, one vibe. Yeah, this is high school, whatever. Was thinking, like, you know, but listen, like, once the vibes is good and everything, we reconnected and everything. And we never fell out because of any drama. It was just yeah. we went to different school. But, like, once the vibes is there, Calvin, just keep in mind, when people have good intentions for you, the vibes never are bad. Yeah. You might have a miscommunication, misunderstanding, but you, you'll always touch base eventually. You know, and it's just like all my best friends that I knew from high school and some of the people who weren't before me is like my best friends, even if we don't talk in like a while, it will, the vibes will always be like positive. And that's just it. You know, it's just it's just God showcasing you who's for you and who isn't. Yeah. You know, but even at the same time, the people who did you shitty and everything, you got to forgive them. You got to forgive them. So it was one dude, man. Well, it's, it's one dude, man. His name is Devin Merle. Um... That dude, I'm thinking he might be my best man <laughs> whenever I do get married. Um, yeah, man. But, I mean, I don't know. Don't rush the process. Yeah. Take your time. I'm rushing it, though. Um, sometimes, you know, I see all my friends getting married around me. Um, and having like, children and stuff. Yeah, like, having dang. kids. And I'm like, dang, yo. Um, you know, maybe I'm supposed to get married, but then I'm like. Just work on yourself, you know, man. I'm working on myself. I'm building myself. I'm, I'm building my wealth. You know, really build upon yourself, learn to be a better lover, learn to be like better, like be more patient, be more loving. It's all a process, dude. You can't just bullshit with this life thing. Exactly. And especially when you're trying to pick someone that's going to be with you forever, hold forever, you down forever. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's going to be like a process where you need to really build on yourself yeah. and stuff of that nature. You know what I mean? It's just it's just like that. Uh, but it's like, uh, but it's just uh but yeah, man, I know like this whole music thing you mentioned that you haven't been recording in like four years. Do you have any plans to record in the future? Um, so I actually wanted to show you, you know, just to get your opinion. You can uh, show it to me after and then we can listen, but uh, it's like yeah. but just like if you have any like projects that are coming up, you're free to let people know. Okay, yeah. Um I don't have a project coming up, but I do know the name of the next project. 
So I plan on naming it uh, Joseph after my favorite. Uh, it's going to be an EP. Uh, Joseph is my favorite um, Bible character, like I said earlier in the interview. And so God told me that I can name my EP Joseph. And I already actually got a song that um, me and my boy Devin uh, recorded. And that's going to be the first track of the album, bro. So... Oh, yeah, and if you don't want to make it too obvious for the title Joseph, you could also name it, like, you know, the Magic Code or the Magic... Because it's the Magic Code that really emphasized... Yeah. yeah, or, you know, something like that, and then name the intro, like, Joseph. You know, not trying to, like, you know, switch nah, up your stuff. I'm just saying it's up nah, to you. good. And then, because I want... Um, I want, you know, it to be about the struggles and God blessing you. You going through the struggle, you talking too much, you know, um... And, you know, God using all of that to build you back up, man, and to push you forward. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. She like them, too. So, you think I should probably let them know and everything? Excuse that, ladies and gentlemen. There's a little bit of some turbulence in the background. Don't want to get too deep in it. <laughs> some rich dunk looking ass nigga <laughs> being hella rude. But anyway, like, uh, as you were saying, you remember, you recall where you were left off at, or? Well, I have no clue I, what I last said, man. Nah, it, it's all right. Um, but it's like, uh, yeah, man, and your whole growth and everything over the years. No, we're, you're talking about your your project, Joseph, that you're talking about and everything. Yeah. You want to go deeper into what was that about? So I know the first song, I only got one song done already. Um, That's cool. And it's called Flex. Mm. And, bro, Joseph low-key was flexing on his brothers by telling them his dreams and yeah. telling them that they was all going to bow to him and stuff like that, man. Yeah, dude was being mad prideful. Yeah. So that's the, every, nobody was perfect in the Bible. That's one thing I love about it, but everybody yeah. blessed. You don't have to be perfect to be blessed. And so I plan on building on to it, so I kind of want to, like, tell the story, you know, of Joseph, but not, like, tell the story of Joseph. Like, probably do it, like, differently and everything. Yeah, really you know you should consider doing like if you ever try to do it like film company or anything you should probably yeah. retell the bible stories <laughs> but like more modernized type yeah in a way you know what i'm saying so, i got ideas to doing all of that man um i don't know if you've seen my elevators music video man but i like for my music videos to be like story based mm. um so kind of like nf uh be having those story based videos bro i just like that like that stuff bro um i like stuff that, that people can look at and like get like a story mm -hmm. so it's all right nah i can feel that that's cool and how much you be paying for music videos and stuff of that nature so for the last music videos, i think i paid like close to like a thousand five hundred bro mm. honestly man one thousand five hundred dang yeah. i be knowing people that do like 300 and stuff. it was two days bro mm. um so yeah. yeah, I couldn't spend that much money. I mean, my budget is not set for that. Like, I most I'm putting down like either three hundred for video, maybe two hundred. Uh, call me cheap or whatever, but yeah. it's like I just feel like you know, it's just once I really start making like bread, bread like that, maybe I could put yeah. go into the thousands or whatever. I'm just I'm just focused on building content and everything now. So it's just like the more content, um, the best and everything. Uh, do you want to go into detail on what other direction you want to go with your project, Joseph, and everything? Because how many tracks are you trying to shoot for? Probably, keep it short, maybe eight. Yeah, probably like five, bro. Okay, you know, five yeah. ain't bad and everything. Keep their attention spans. And this guy that was six. Um, but yeah, probably like five or four. One of those. So. 
Yeah, man. My first project, I dropped like 12 songs for Ego Trips and everything because I thought I just wanted to go by, start with a good foundation. I think my next couple projects are going to be arranged between seven to eight tracks and everything. I'm going to drop a couple EPs first before I really go into heavy, heavy yeah. LPs type stuff and everything. Although I was trying to shoot for like 50 songs this year. I'm still trying to shoot for it, even if it sounds impossible, but it's like something in my head that so I have to hit 50 and everything I, I think i might hook up with some studios and everything one might let me record for free according to this one dude and then another one's like still gonna keep it for like a, a two hours for fifty dollars so it's okay. just like you know pretty good prices and yeah. circumstances it's really just a matter of like uh you know what can i do um to really uh you know uh find funding because now i literally just quit my job now so it's just like now i'm on the run for another job <laughs> after how much it took me to get this job so it's like it's no big deal it's just gonna be one of those things in life where it's just like you know you might get a little halt and everything but you gotta find a way yeah right yeah you want to keep going or just like we find another shade <laughs> hold on hold on ladies and gentlemen we had to find some shade because the sun was was going crazy on us the sun was beating beating our butts so to speak you know i ain't been to north lake mall in so long man it's just it's some i'm like what i'm seeing but <laughs> But it's just like, yeah, man, it's just um, at the same token uh, in your time at like Charlotte, North Carolina. I know you mentioned earlier, like before we even hopped on that you're having some relationship issues before. You ain't got to go deep into yeah, like, what the situation was um, before. Yeah. So, man, I mean, you know, almost everybody, you know, have a relationship problem, bro. And um, it was this girl that. I was like really interested in in eighth grade and we started talking um we started dating quote unquote or whatever, whatever um <laughs> she ended up leaving me for this other guy that was more popular um you know he was older than us he was like two years older than us um so she actually started cheating on me with him um and then you know I ended up forgiving her or whatever. Um, and then we ended up linking back together 10th grade year. You know, I was like, oh, well, maybe she didn't grow. She went to, was going to public school, man. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and so I couldn't like, even though you know, I'm not the type where I need to be over my lady, you know, 24 seven, because I believe in trust and stuff yeah. like that. But something, something about this generation, it's just tough. even like people, like I be having friends and everything though, be with girls and everything. And as soon as they break up, like literally like the first thing they girl do is like sleep with one of their friends. And I'm like, dude, that's just hella trifling, but only in Charlotte, bro, can they do that for real? Like, I don't know something about this city. I don't want to shit on people or nothing or try to put like, cause there's probably yeah. a bunch of females and everything would be like maybe yeah. in the same position where like their man were cheating on them or their friends and stuff like that. But something about like like the dating game like here and like charlotte especially or just in this generation like people are cold like you know yeah, I, like it's not even like with that but i feel like you know people are more seeking like you know stimulation and euphoria so it's just like instead of really trying to find like something stable and everything to move on and everything that's like get it out your system but it's like keep it real with people like don't like say you fuck with them like that deep yeah. and then, like you don't really fuck with them that deep to the point where you would literally just hop on the next dick you see and it's just like i just can't do that or jump but jump on the next titties you see the moment you see you know ass you see it's just you know it's just not fair to people i'm just saying really keep it real if it's like a one-time thing let it be that if it's like a friends with benefits thing let it be that just yeah. be like be truthful and upfront with what you want and stop being like 
what you're being because it's like that's nonsense you know what i'm saying yeah man so back man back to story i ended up redating her my 10th grade year well our 10th grade year um relationship went good um so to my knowledge for the first two years um then and you know i went off to college yo and i don't think shawty liked that because she didn't go off to college man um so you felt like she was jealous of you to a certain degree uh she probably was man um mm, that's sad. so she started cheating even harder bro because she felt like you were going to be cheating in college even though you weren't on that yeah i won i never cheated on her like my, our entire time dating um Damn. but she cheated like 10 times bro mm. so and i mean i forgave her you know the first two or three times and you, then, you're stronger than me i couldn't like yeah, even yeah. though that you're texting another dude i'm already putting yeah. your stuff outside <laughs> I'm already out the door. No, we're done. Because yeah, why are you doing that? It's just like, you know, if you're not feeling me on that degree, then don't do that. Like, that's just, yeah. I just feel like, I don't know, when you reach a certain age when you can communicate this thing willingly, you don't have to, like, cheat. I just feel like cheating, that's such a weird concept when you can literally tell people what you're on and not have to go sneak it with us. But I feel like people just want to hit that fantasy of cheating on a significant other. So. so the thing with me, I don't care if you text another person you know someone of the opposite sex bro because i mean you know i'm a text you know the opposite sex because that's fine ain't nothing wrong because that could be like your cousins your sister yeah. maybe just a friend it's fine it's just like you know like trust me if you know what it is you know what it is and yeah. it isn't just it just don't be like that you know, like, don't text people if you have a feeling that like you feel like you have feelings for them. But if you know it's platonic, <laughs> exactly. that's fine. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of female friends that I got that I'm yeah. not going for. There are plenty of female friends I'm even attracted to. Yeah. But at the same token, I know what is and what isn't. If I want to yeah. pursue that kind, I would let them know, and that would be it. If not, just let it go. Like, that's just what it is. Like, don't do that. You know? Uh, yeah. That's, it's just, right. that's such a weird thing to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But it's just, I don't know. Nah, I agree, man. I take loyalty seriously, like, yeah. with friendship uh you know you know just stuff like that business type stuff i just feel like don't cross people bro like because it's not cool because it makes you look like a shithead every time like you know it's just that yeah so i mean that's why i've been you know single for so long because after that one relationship you know i've tried you know dating a couple people that's cool um take but a chance yeah it, it, they didn't go well man because i'm so picky about the women that I date, bro. Right. You know, if they if I find out they smoke or something, I, like, have you smoked in the past though? I I did smoke in the past, bro. Yeah, um, can't be hypocritical with it. Yeah, but but at this stage, you're probably not. Yeah, you're past that. That's fine. Um, Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm I'm two forty friendly, y'all. Yeah. Just letting you know. I don't mind if my girl like smokes or anything, yeah. but it's just like. And a lot of people are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, bro. It was just. But if you're doing it all the time, that's where it's like. Mm. It was this beautiful girl that um, I started talking to. Um, and I find I asked her. I said, "So I'm just let you know straight up that I don't smoke, I don't drink, um, I don't curse." <laughs> you try not to curse. No, I, 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 I didn't hear you curse this whole time. So I, I'm I don't. Curse. Yeah, I don't curse, bro. I'm, I actually never curse, mm -hmm. um, and I don't. I don't party, and I don't go to clubs. And I said something that, oh, I don't believe in, you know, I've had sex before, but I don't believe in premarital sex. 
And so she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't do none of that stuff either. So, and then she did all that stuff. No, no. And then <laughs> as we kept talking, she was like, oh, no. I remember earlier I said that I don't do none of that stuff? I actually do smoke. And I was like, oh, dang. That's, a, that's not really much of a problem. I mean, she could let it go over time. Yeah, but, you know, but we don't even know. There's going to be a point where they're going to legalize marijuana this time, this decade, eventually. Yeah. They're just trying to, like, make it a tax thing. And then everything. They're trying to really get the higher ups to find a way to make money off it first before they actually release it, which is fine. You know, there ain't nothing in America that ain't corrupt. But it's like, you know, it's just like, I, I can't really say about, like, you know, what your standards are because your standards are your standards, you know. Whatever you're willing to accept, you're willing to accept whatever, you know, you can't yeah. settle for anything. You know, you're going yeah, to have one life exactly. to live. But at the same time, you got to be lenient in the sense that, you know, not everybody's perfect, you know. And yeah. it's just like you got to accept other people's differences if you want people to accept your differences. And, and so yeah. what the thing that I do accept is I do accept, you know, as long as they're not alcoholics, if they drink, you know, I can accept that. Um, I prefer a girl that don't drink, you know. What a Jesus. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if they drink, that's what I will accept, you know. Um, but I don't I don't want them to even do that. But you know, I ain't going to trip out over that. Yeah, definitely. They ain't got to trip out over it, you know, and everything. And it's just life, you know. Always take time to write down, like, you're trying to manifest. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and manifestation, it works with God, too. You know, if your God's your source of power, just, you know, God has delivered me a woman in my life that does A, B, and C, and A, B, and C. And it's just like that, you're in the church a lot anyway. Yeah. So you'll find someone else that's just like that, you know. Yeah. you know. I've tried to talk to girls in the church, man. And it's tough there, too? It's tougher there. Well, it's just as tough. Because they come to the church and it's more like a front, like, okay, yeah, pray she's, and then they leave and they don't apply nothing. Exactly, bro. Um, matter of fact, one of the girls that I tried to talk to, another old crush, so I mean her had dated in the seventh grade. Um, we was doing, like, we was kissing and stuff, and her parents didn't like that mm -hmm. at all, so they had pulled her out to school and put her in another school. Mm -hmm. But she, then she went to that school and was doing the same thing with <laughs> With their guys too, mm -hmm. so um, we ended up hooking, rehooking back up uh, several times, like 2017. Yep. And um, we started strictly talking. Um, then we started talking in 2020, like the middle of 2020. Um, so I told her that me and her, we weren't gonna be. You know, I didn't feel. I felt like the spirit was leading me not to have sex with her no more. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when I wanted to start my celibate journey. You know, she was, she was all cool with it, you know, when I was telling her. And then a couple of days later, she dumped me. So, well, not dumped me because we didn't date, but she did. She stop. parted ways. Exactly. Sense. Mutually parted and, ways. You know, a couple months later, she ended up being, you know, she found her new boyfriend. She ended up getting pregnant by him. So now she got a kid. Um, so it's not, That's just how life is. You know, a lot of your crushes end up moving on and having kids and stuff. And they might reach out to you and everything. I know this one Cuban girl I knew in middle school who I was, who I was fiending for a lot. But she yeah. had to move out and everything back to Florida. She reached out to me when I was in college and everything. She's like, wow, you look amazing. You're doing good and everything, as they usually do. And, like, she was just on every post, you know. And then, like, she yeah. kind of slowed down on that a lot. She actually, I, don't know, I think because she found somebody else, but it's no problem. And it's because she's in Florida, I'm in North Carolina, I'm in Charlotte, yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm trying to get my life together here. I, you know, I can't yeah. just, 
You can't just be trying to do the whole long distance thing. Like, you know, like, yeah. you can't do it. That's why I say I was never, like, you know, took her really seriously. Like, yeah, yeah, I love you too, blah, 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 blah. But I did take her, like, I really do care about her. I think she's nice. And, you know, like, you think about a lot of the females in your past a lot. There's some females you maybe might have fallen out with. Feel like, you know, maybe could have been talking more. Maybe, you know, there's a lot of people I've been thinking, like, man, if we go and just talk one more time to really just get my side of everything. Because I went through a whole lot of nonsense, the CPCC yeah. and everything. But it is what it is. You know, God just, God will bring the right people at the right time. And yeah. I'm really, like, I really adopted a more abundant mindset, like how I always have and everything. But I'm, I'm abundant to the point where, like, I'll always have time to date. I'll always have time to meet somebody new. There's so yeah. many people out there that would message you and everything. You know, I ain't a shitty type of person. I'm very ambitious. I try to make things work. I, I mean, you're my freaking, you're like the 82nd episode, I think, of yeah. the Bunch of Threads podcast. You know, like, uh, that's a lot of people. Like, why, why, why you got 80-some episodes? You got 70-some episodes? I don't be thinking it's a lot because yeah. it's just, like, I feel like, you know, if I'm not doing 100, 500, so I feel like those are numbers. You know, Joe Rogan yeah. be doing like thousands. So like doing 100, it just doesn't feel like nothing to me. Although it's like, it should be something, but it's just, that just comes with the ambition, you know? Like I just work really, really hard and I'm, yeah. I'm loyal. I don't shit on nobody. I clap for everybody. I'm not with the jealous type or the envious yeah. type and everything. Just don't play with my emotions. Don't mess with me. Don't freaking cut communication with me. Cause even communication is such a big love language for me. Like words of affirmation. Really letting me know what is and what isn't. It's like, it's reassurance. Like, I, I need that, you know, in a relationship. So it's just like, you know, when I feel like I'm not getting that, I feel like you don't care, you know? So it's just like, I don't really, I can't make anybody care. And I feel like that's the one of the transitions I have to learn growing up. It's like, you can't make nobody care. People will care and prioritize, prioritize you as best they want to your values your needs whatever it is they'll they'll make it happen and you'll make it happen as much as you can but even if you can it doesn't mean you don't care it just means you just can't yeah. and if they can't accept it you know that's up to them everybody's not built for everybody and that's that's one of the main things i had to learn growing up and stuff of that nature you know so it's just like with the whole cheating situation and all types of catastrophe because it's charlotte and everything so it's just like for you to even grow past that you know if no one told you i'm proud of you no, like I appreciate you, man. because literally even with the car accident you know yeah. relationship issues you're trying to get back in the studio and everything recovering building your faith and stuff of that nature even though you don't remember from the first time we met and everything i'm proud of you i'm proud of you. you know it's just like if no one's told you i'm proud of you and everything because like to even get through all that and still trying to maintain yourself and everything and try to maintain your faith in god still moving forward still trying to uplift people and everything if you, no one has told you lately once again i'm proud of you bro hey i appreciate that man um you know i don't you know require it or nothing but it's always good to hear you know that my life is you know being used to impact somebody bro yeah Definitely consider writing a book about it for real. Like when you find time, I'm not, I know I'm gonna be writing a book like eventually, but right now it's just gonna be maybe more fictional type stuff until like I really get into the autobiography. I feel like I need to live more life before I live the autobiography. I, I feel you see, and I know this dude, um, his name Kelly Cole. Um, he is a book writer, a author. Um, he's pretty big, man. Um, he has it where his company, they'll actually interview view like we're doing now and they'll write the book like that so mm. you know i might do something like that oh i might consider doing something like that too because like even trying to write my own books and everything yeah, i already right. got the ideas and the characters and the conflicts going on but really taking time out to really write it down i need to really get back to doing that i need to get back into reading too i got a yeah. whole lot of books i got rich dad poor dad 
and the four agreements and uh and another one and everything so i think i'm just gonna dedicate every one to two months to like reading a book and i just need to get right. back into that i need to because i only finished reading one book and it took me like a whole year to finish on that reading that book because i wasn't putting my time but i swear like yeah. 10 pages a day you'll finish like literally if there's like 176 pages yeah. 10 pages a day 17 days done 17 to 24 days depending on like how deep you're in with it so it's just like you know it's just there's just no excuse for anything anymore like really gotta upgrade your habits i'm getting into the habit of really doing push-ups yeah like about like 200 push-ups in the morning 200 push-ups before i go to bed that's really the vibes for this i'm trying to see like if i can do 100 push-ups straight and everything yeah that's where i feel like i'm really growing and everything so it's just like it's just it's all a process you know like if they would have paid me today for my job i would have started my planet fitness description again but you know it's just you know shit can be fucked up but it, it just it is what it is and stuff of that nature so it's just like what what church do you usually go to just asking uh you said what church yeah do you usually go are you elevation church separate no i go to victory christian center um which is off of arrowwood oh arrowwood okay An amazing church bro and how's the community over there it's an amazing community bro like I mean, when I was in the hospital, they would literally come every single day, man. Really? Including the pastor. And, um, and they would pray over me. They would fellowship with my family um, because my family was going through it, man. And my dad, you know, dudes, they, they always cool at the most part. But my mom, she was going through it, man. Um, and have them there to comfort her, man. You know, and there was people that was in the church that was um, giving stuff to us, um, you know, pastor, my pastor had a man actually cut our grass, you know, because he didn't want my mom to have to worry about the grass getting too hot while she had to, like, deal with me yeah, no, in seriously. the hospital. So That's good. Ain't nothing but God. Man. Once again, bro, the right people come at the right time. When I tell you, my grandfather had no life insurance or nothing set up when he passed. He just passed away at his home. The whole community was able to like help even next door neighbors who know about yeah. this i interviewed for this podcast it just came just because he liked me talking to me and everything he gave my mom a hundred dollars my mom was afraid of him yeah <laughs> and she walked up and gave my mom a hundred dollars they'll be like why you always be around that sergeant you know he'd be crazy and everything and then as soon as he goes like yeah ma'am here's a hundred dollars and just just that so when I tell you just treating people the right way you want to be treated, you know, really having good conversations, those things go a very long way and everything. So it's just like, you know, like I feel like everybody connects with everybody, you know, as a mention to God's plan and everything. Anything that's coming in life, even like if it's you're going through a very, very hard time, there's always like a wonderful time coming along the way. God always tests his strongest warriors. That's why anybody out there, you, you can't. You really, really, really can't, like, you can't sleep on it. You can't sleep on the glory that be God. You can't sleep on what God has in store for you. Really build a relationship. Pray as much as you can. If you don't have time, find some time when you wake up. It's just a good five, ten minutes to be like, God, thank you. Thank you for giving me. Thank you for getting me to this point. Thank you for all that. Yeah. Um, thank you for, hey, yo, dude, I like the shirt. But anyway, yeah, just things of that nature, just really really work on building gratitude first now it's not all about asking oh god please get me through this or god please help me help me do this god i need this you know yeah. just be be thankful be thankful for what you got otherwise god ain't gonna bless you it's not about like building it's not about building a plan but really just realizing all the wonder around you there are countries where people kids that are getting like literally shot in the face and things of that nature they have to work in a field there are people in prison that can't even step out. There are people to this day who are probably stuck in a coma for years. You were stuck in a yeah. coma for a month. 
Just imagine how beautiful that is. And it's still a process to recover yeah. from all that. So it's just like, you know, just, just something to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, and everything out there who's listening. Please, like, give glory to God whenever you have the time to. Find a time of your day, pray, ask for forgiveness for anything that you did wrong, and just ask for gratitude, like, really be grat- um, have gratitude, gratitude for things that he's yeah. given you and everything. And even if you're trying to ask for you know things to get through things uh just ask for the strength to get you through whatever you're going through ask for the wisdom to get through what you're going through and ask for the perseverance to really get through what you're going through and everything and that's why that's how god works god gives you a little little maybe he'll give you a little lucky passing here and there but it's really just it's really just having the faith and the strength to really get through whatever issues you're getting through so that you get whatever blessing that you're getting so it's just, that's just my philosophy when it comes to that so it's just like, um, you know, it's like we've been speaking for like close to like to an hour and everything. I feel like we've spoken on a whole lot of stuff. Um, is there any other messages you want to let people know before you bounce off? Um, nah. Oh, yeah. Go check out my last EP I dropped called Misguided, man. Um, it got like about seven, eight tracks on it. Well, it got, it got six tracks six, yeah, on six, it. Seven, um, yeah. And then it's got like over like. It's either over three hundred or close to three hundred thousand um, streams on it. So yeah, definitely go check that out. Um, definitely got I, it. I think the most popular song on that one is "Elevators," um, but it had a Beyonce sample in the original one, so I had to take the Beyonce sample out. Um, yeah, so it, it, it sounds different. But what I did since I had to take it out is I put in um, a bass guitar. A saxophone and an electric guitar in it so i mean it sounds dope man um my favorite song on it is definitely never never um, yeah i like never 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 is my favorite yeah. song on that too so and yeah then i have my worship song at the end so yeah no for real dude like you're really holding it down for christian rappers and everything even though you haven't dropped things in like a while you know th- those projects speak for itself i feel like you have a lot than most people so it's like never feel discouraged about it just know that you will be in the studio again when you're an artist that's guaranteed like once you hit that studio once that fiend just really like really that need to be that rush of being creating something in the studio that work that's that's that would never leave you and everything so just just always keep that in mind just keep in mind god is always looking for your best interest no matter where you're at in life you can manifest anything you want in this life just build that relationship with god treat people the way you want to be treated Always have humility in yourself and what you got, and always be gratitude for all the things that you got. You know, and that's just that's just it on that. You got any final words? You gotta let people know before we go out. Um, nah, bro, I'm good. Hey, man, I love y'all. Um, everyone who listens to this, hey, man, you ever need me? Make sure you reach out on Instagram, Calvin Hill Music. Um, also, I just got a TikTok. Um, the Calvin Hill music. So, yeah. Calvin Hill music. I had created a TikTok and didn't know, but I had created one like Forever. maybe two years ago. Yeah. Um, and I had named that one Calvin Hill music. So I couldn't get back into it. So I yeah. Once you get to reach a certain age, it's hard yeah. for me to get into TikTok. I'm still waiting until I get a certain phone before I do that. Like no. So so yeah. I couldn't get back into it, bro. Yeah. So I don't know. Which email I use, but the email that I would typically use, I obviously didn't. Mm. So um, it's all good, though. 
it is all good for real, man. I'd like to thank you, Calvin Hill, for hopping on to the Mental Threats podcast. I appreciate it, bro. And I seriously, we're going to definitely connect into the future, too. Oh, yeah. If you want to get on the phone, talk about Jesus, talk about, you know, Christianity, or just talk about building a relationship with God. You ain't got to be a Christian to build a relationship with God. Just know that, you know, it's always good to really really about to like uh, submit yourself to a higher power because there are energies in the world that we can't see but we can definitely feel for sure and it's all around us and it just revolves around us so that's it for the method test podcast episode 82 yeah we're sewing in and now we're sewing out that's it all right thank you